0: Hello and welcome everybody to the STS podcast that is Shooting the Shit. I am your host, once again, Yudin Caffin, here to bring you episode 10 of Shooting the Shit, where me and a few of my best buddies come around and talk about the random facts that have been entertaining us over the past couple of weeks. So, um, joining me tonight, as always, is uh, my good friend, Joseph Ray. Joey, how are you doing tonight?
1: I'm awesome, Eugene. I've had a good couple of weeks of dicking around.
0: Yeah, doing nothing.
1: <laughs> doing nothing at work. Oh, I mean, being very productive and making lots of money. Yep. Me- me with
0: KPIs. <laughs> yep. excellent. Um, so you'll be, uh, yeah, so that means you'll have a lot of stuff to, uh, to tell us, right?
1: Yes, KPIs. Sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, joining me as well, I have Brenton. Brenton, how you doing?
2: I'm fucking amazing.
0: Man, you're always amazing. That's good. You're just ready to shoot the shit like all the time.
2: The trick is to pretend you've got lots of energy. <laughs> <until it laughs>
3: real.
0: Okay. Make it till you make it. Excellent. No words of words have been said. Um as well. Tonight we have Christian with us, man. Christian, how you doing? Good, mate. Yeah. Going well. Yep, yeah, nice. You uh, had anything happen in the past two weeks to um to come and talk about?
4: Yeah, a few different things.
0: Looking yeah. forward to for shooting the shit tonight. Yep, and uh, I hear that we have uh, a similar thing to talk about, so very exciting. We'll we do. Get into it later. Yes, definitely do. It's going to be a big talking point. All right, um, so without further ado, today we are going to start off with Joey, the big man. Well, the less big man than before. What do you yeah. got for us?
1: Man, so I once worked in China. Uh i'm gonna start start with that yeah so
0: you had some uh, trips is that right
1: yeah yeah, i had to go to china a a few times to work Mm. with um a hardware manufacturer and um i gotta say (laughs)
2: likely story
1: it it is it is a true story excuse me (laughs) anyway um i'm just gonna say chinese working culture is somewhat different from australian working culture and (laughs) the cultural experience of going over and just being in a, just a completely different sort of work mindset is somewhat jarring and it's hard to really conceptualize for those who haven't experienced it, but life is just significantly different in China and it's significantly different in like a thousand small ways that, that don't really matter, but they all add up to like a congealed Chinese experience is how it's say. It.
0: Yeah. Okay. So like, I imagine this is going somewhere.
1: Yeah, no, no. no. Obviously, my, my article is about China, but I was just sort of trying to set the scene of, like, there's, like, weird stuff. Like,
0: mm, yeah, so, like, we, t- tell us some things, man, because, like, I've heard of it, but I don't know if our listeners have.
1: Yeah, so, so one of the things I do is um, the factory that I was working at was, um, like, three hours out of Shanghai, and they have a dormitory. And the idea would be that like you'd work at the factory like for a week and you'd you'd live in the dorm with with your workmates and then you'd like go home to your wife on the weekend
5: and that's just significantly
1: different to like australia where you you normally expect either a fifo if you're a worker if you're if you're a mining worker and you you know a a week on a week off or something like that or you try and get work that's close to you so that you can like you you worry about your your half hour commute to the city
0: Mm. There are some people that do a fly-in, fly-out type business and whatnot, but, like, it's not usually the common thing.
1: Yeah, well, I, 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 that's yeah. what I meant when I said FIFO. Uh, that's, like, mining work general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another weird thing is, like, your workmates are really close to you, like, really friendly with you. So, um, after work, it's just considered, you'll just go to karaoke and, and they will just be pretty girls there. And, and you' just you'll just hang out with these pretty girls It's not like you like they're there to be had sex with or whatever. They're just mm-hmm. there to be like pretty girls
0: okay, so like is this somewhat of the Asian stereotype, or you know that you just go to karaoke in your free time?
1: No, no, I mean, these are employees of the karaoke box that are there to help entertain. Them. Oh okay sure yeah and um another thing that's kind of different is when you order meals at a restaurant you you don't order your meal. Um, the most important person at the table orders everybody's food, Mm. um, and, and they'll order like five or 10 dishes and you'll just eat whatever the most important person at the table said you were going to eat.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Another black (laughs) mark against communism.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So how do they
1: determine who's the most important person? Well, in a, in a room full of foreigners, it's the person who speaks the best Chinese. (laughs) <laughs> it's usually,
2: if it's anything like Korea or Japan, right, it's basically the oldest person.
1: Yeah, it's it's the oldest person, or the person with the most seniority in the company,
3: mm. or
1: the person who just looks the most important. It's like a social thing; you can just tell. Like the boss at the factory had, like he was like a, he was like this little um, like five foot eight guy, but he had this giant chair. <laughs> really, he <laughs> really? was the most important. <laughs> yeah right. um, uh, another kind of funny thing is in in china there are a lot of cars where it's designed such that the owner of the car is meant to sit in the back because the back seat is just better than the front seat or, or the driving experience so it's like this big awkward car it's like hard to reverse park it's hard to get around but it's, it's because the person driving the car isn't the owner of the car it's like the driver is the driver um, and and to, yeah Like it's just Little things like that All add up to Just a different experience Like when you go to China Also like There are lots of flags Waving around patriotically Okay the where It's a little bit weird the, uh, <laughs>
0: the big thing as well I heard is the working hours Were like different Is what you were telling me
1: Yeah 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 So um, I was working um, Eight to Eight to six Or eight to seven Like It just depended When I finished Yeah And the reason The hours were longer Is because Like you just have a nap In the middle of the day
5: mm because um, so, so, so all the
1: engineers like it's like Ethan motivated you they just turn off the lights at like one o'clock and you just you just sleep for now.
2: Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'm actually going to do a piece relevant to this later in the show. Mm. This bit this little part.
1: Anyway, so um, related to all this, like if I painted the picture that China's just sort of China just views working like sort of differently than the West does. Um, they've come up with a very interesting idea, um, and uh, this is news.com.au. China's tech startups hire young women to motivate, quote-unquote, programmers. And on the, sa- on the same story, another, he- another headline is, tech company hires pretty girls to boost morale.
2: And this has been not controversial in the slightest.
5: <laughs>
1: the thing is, if you look at this from, a point, from the Chinese point of view, this isn't a controversial thing to do. Like, because if you look at this as a, as a, as a Chinaman myself.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, of
0: course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your Mandarin is just, like, excellent, Joey.
1: It is on point. It is segoy. Yeah,
3: yeah, take that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like, you like to practice
2: Mandarin with Kevin Rudd.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, you and Kevin Rudd should
1: get together and, oh, man. Oh. Um, I'm not going to get together with my with the person I, who I consider as Satan. Excuse me.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but, I, right. but he enjoys women as well. Like... Kevin Rudd doesn't
0: have the charisma
3: to be Satan.
1: <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway. So basically, when when you when you experience Chinese working culture and like. Just what these companies are like—the fact that they would hire pretty girls to like motivate programmers—is just not surprising.
0: Mm. Well, yeah, it is like a cultural thing, right? But I, but I suppose like it can, yeah, obviously it can be taken the wrong way, and it really just determines on like what they're doing. So, like, do you know what a day in the life of of one of these women is? Like, like how do they boost morale? Um.
1: Well, there's a picture here where. Uh, the pretty girl's just giving the guy a, a shoulder rub while, he, while he, he debugs some C-sharp. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, where's this feature? I've got to see this.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I'll just uh, copy image and paste it. In. Yeah, and,
5: you <laughs> know, the, um,
0: so obviously you this know? is on news.com for our listeners,
1: right? dot uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Yep. But, um, oh, shit. Yeah, so you have to see like, well, one of the interesting things is like if this happened in in like the West, there'd be contention over what makes a pretty girl, and there'd be all sorts of laws deciding that you can't discriminate based on X, Y, Z. But seriously, in China, they just get around that. They they just have a requirement of pretty girl, and everybody just knows what it means.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Some, like,
2: somehow. It's almost like they don't have the same human rights laws (laughs) and community laws that they do in the West. It's
3: crazy.
1: It's so Uh, weird how they get around it. I've got got an interesting paragraph here. One of the people at the company responsible for hiring Mrs. Shen, sorry, Miss Shen, who was also a woman, said applicants needed to have five facial features that must definitely be in their proper order and speak in a gentle way. Mm -hmm. So there is selection criteria uh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> the country's e-commerce giant alibaba advertised for a programming motivator with recognizably good looks in 2015. <laughs> so the, this isn't a new thing by the way like I, i'm saying it's news but it's just because it's in the news cycle last couple of weeks mm.
0: yeah sure so it's definitely not a new thing but it's just something that's come up again
1: <laughs> yeah well because well, there are pretty girls at karaoke boxes who, who entertain men like it's not a mm. It's just not a controversial thing to be entertained by pretty girls in China, like if you pay for it.
2: I could say some, <laughs> there's a juxtaposition here in the article because at the top, they've got yeah. like a video from Sky News from an unrelated article. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, yeah. And it's like hundreds of thousands take part in Belgian pride parade. <laughs> and uh, it's just, you see the contrast between the people who would be able to get this job and the mm. people who may not be hired for the same job. <laughs>
1: um so so one of the things i do is they um uh, cause, uh, i've seen pictures but I, I can't find one at the moment where mm. um they'll they'll essentially like get a guitar and they'll, they'll sing like a, 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 a like a country music song and like everybody j- joins in on the sing-along So what you say
2: i go to debunk of c-sharp and then hmm. some girl's like he's wonderful <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well,
1: that's it, exactly like that's exactly what's happening. And, and actually, in China, you're not allowed to use headphones um, with um, when you when you're programming. Like what? It's, it's, yeah, no, 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 like no no engineer that I've ever seen in China uses headphones. And it was, it, it was company policy. Like, like people thought I was weird for using headphones. Like, like. Oh, okay. Because I was a foreigner, it was okay. But like, it was understood <laughs> that like I was doing something weird and wrong. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: That's great, man. You mm. you. You are winning me over to uh, the superiority of the Chinese system, but...
0: Was... You know, like, the thing, though, is I, at work, you know, sit at my desk and occasionally Wonder Wall will be played by someone else in the office.
5: Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> do, do, do you feel that it motivates
0: affect you? No, not really. What don't if about, it was a pretty girl? No, not really. What if after seeing... It doesn't season matter we'll who's playing. <laughs> playing. <laughs> I <laughs> think... I don't think he, so.
3: John? It wouldn't be weird in
2: the slightest. <laughs> Chinese lady giving a shelter massage
1: uh-huh.
2: during a day. It wouldn't yeah, be weird at all.
1: The thing is, it's not obviously. There's there's like a some sort of power dynamic where there are women and men and whatever. Uh-huh. But when you're actually in a situation where. The company has paid for entertainers. It's not a, like um, your dick isn't hard. Like I'll put it that way. Like like you're not like yes, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get laid. Like because she's just gonna she she's she's gonna be there, sing a song, and like chat uh, chat with you for a bit about the weather. It's not like you're expecting to sleep with this person, or she's expecting to sleep with you.
0: Hmm. So I guess I guess the point you want to make is is that these people are essentially company employees that that should be under the well-being department
1: yeah more or less and <laughs> Wait,
0: it's... Cool. i'm shape. glad <laughs>
2: that's a yeah. genius the well-being department that
0: yeah sounds... <laughs> That's legit well i mean like especially at my workplace i'm not going to mention what my profession is but at my workplace well-being is taken very very seriously and uh we have pe- <laughs> people that have like solely um like you know that's that's the majority of their job is to make sure that the um that the staff there are treating like you know their own personal well being.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and like yeah. I, I don't think anybody in their right mind would object if companies were also employing like pretty men to like hang out with uh, socially inept women, because mm. I mean I I wouldn't care if they were doing that. No,
0: that's yeah. Exactly. Like, do we even need to have the socially inept part? Could it just be, like, anybody?
1: Well, so so China's... The, these companies' justification is generally that the men are socially inept, and that's why they're doing it. Uh, okay, for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's why I put socially inept in that. But, like, if if you want to hire male cheerleaders to, like, hang out with the girls, that's fine. Like, because the, cause the thing is, apparently the, these companies have decided that it is... Like beneficial, like it is worth employing these women just to do this. Like it it helps their bottom line. It it gets more code out. It it makes stuff work.
0: Well, like the thing about it is, is um psychologically, all you have to do is change your environment uh, that is in a way that you perceive is going to increase your effectiveness, and it'll do so. Hmm. Yeah. So, you know, they they could have done anything really. They chose to do this. Yep, they chose to do this. (laughs) yeah you guys should try it um yeah, hot tip like you just have to uh change something about your surroundings uh such that you perceive that it's going to uh increase your effectiveness, you know that could be you know something like as simple as like tidying something and putting up something else or anything, and you generally will increase your effectiveness. I don't think it's gonna work for you, Joey, because you don't have anything to do in the first place, but um yeah. Um,
1: you guys should try it. I think, I think what you mean, Eugene, is um, uh-huh. it won't work for me because I already, like, smash all my KPIs. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I, 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 I maximize my output for my company. Yep, yep,
5: well,
0: absolutely.
1: absolutely. That will
2: help you um, with your Chinese work visa application.
5: <laughs> yeah, true.
2: Mm. <laughs> obviously, that's the next step, right?
1: Uh-huh. I love going to the Chinese embassy. It's it's super fun. So that's all I want to talk about. Um, Any more hot takes or
0: nope, not really. All right. um, So well, thank you for that, Joey. It is an interesting thing to talk about, especially uh, looking at the Chinese culture specifically about how uh, things work differently. So that was pretty good insight. All right. uh, Next, I think we will go with Christian. Christian, what do you have for us this week? I'm right, actually so, I'm actually pretty excited about this.
4: Okay, so there's two things. The there is the thing that you're we're both very excited about, but there is something else that I'd like to, to oh, talk yeah, about. Oh yeah, cool. First. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, go for it. What do you got? Okay, so
4: at the moment I'm um, I'm studying um, a lot of health-related uh, stuff at uni, and um, I came across an article on ABC News mm-hmm. um, recently, and I, I, it was quite interesting. So it, there was a um, a study where um, Groups of people were given diets uh, calculated to be exactly the same number of calories, except um, one half of the experiment received uh, purely unprocessed fresh food, like um, fruit and vegetables and whole grain and whatnot, while the other half um, ate completely highly processed food.
0: Yeah, but the same like caloric intake. Yep, so calculated yeah, okay. to be exactly the same
4: caloric intake. Yep, yep. Um, and it was interesting. So they, they were looking at, you know, with the same number of calories, you know, the science says that you shouldn't gain any more weight than each other because it's it's the same. Mm-hmm. But they found that um, those people who were on the um, highly processed food diet still gained weight. Oh, really? So the the thing is, they 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 got everyone, and they said, "Look, you're on these diets. You can eat as much as you like, right? But you know, it has to be within the the um, these particular two diets." And they mm-hmm. found that the people who were on the um, highly processed diet tended to want to eat more. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So I, what I, counts of th- processing? You,
1: you mean the process
4: of refining sugar? Or- um, so the, the stuff here, so they've got um, a list of things. Hold on, I'm yeah. just having a look at the moment. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, they've got a typical breakfast here. Um, yeah. For the ultra-processed diet, it was um, Cheerios, whole milk with added fiber, a packaged blueberry muffin, and margarine.
3: Mm-hmm. And then
4: the unprocessed diet is a parfait made with plain Greek yogurt, strawberries, bananas, walnuts, salt, and olive oil, and apple slices with freshly squeezed lemon. So those, that's the, the sort of meals that you're, you're looking at. And obviously, they'd have different ones for, um, for lunch and dinner.
1: Mm. But, well, three, uh, three parfaits a day.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: well,
4: <laughs> They're, not you. Not.
0: They're not you, Joey. Okay.
4: So it says um, participants were told they could eat as much or as little as they wanted. And the researchers measured how much they consumed. And so during the two weeks on the ultra-processed diet, um, they said that the participants ate on average uh, 508 more calories per day. Um, and they also gained, on average, almost one kilogram. And then in so contrast...
3: Have,
1: so so they did actually eat more food, even though they were told not to?
4: Yeah, well, they, they gave them a set amount, and they said, look, you can eat as much or as little of this as you like, because it was yeah. the same amount. So the people on the... the
0: oh,
5: the I, get process, you, I get you,
4: I Yeah, so that they would have eaten less of the amount that they were given, while the people yeah. on the highly processed you know, ate more or all of it. Um, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. It was just um sort of interesting to see and you
0: know that was guys. uh was there any like reason did they uh, did they offer up any theories as to why that was the case um doesn't really say okay it's always so it more just a thing
4: yeah but i just wanted to um i found it interesting and i was i was sort of thinking about it because i know that um you know, we've all sort of dabbled with dieting and um, changing what we eat in the past. Mm. I just wanted to know what you guys all thought about um, that experiment well, and you know, that kind of thing. What was I your perfect that... breakfast,
1: again, Christian? Was it um a cucumber and or, or a cucumber and eggs? What was that? Sorry, you, you had a perfect breakfast when we were twenty-one, and it was something like a cucumber and eggs.
4: I like moment. <laughs> no, funny. no, it's um, it is actually still one of my favorite breakfasts. It's um. Uh, zucchini, so you have boiled zucchini seasoned with um, usually a bit of salt pepper and sometimes a sprinkling of curry powder over it
5: yeah
4: and um, that that's cumin specifically well well, curry powder, but yeah, you could just use cumin Okay. Um, and then some poached eggs, yeah, so just the zucchini and eggs it's um yeah, eggs, one,
1: yeah. one of my favorite breakfasts um does this count as the, as a, as the curry portion of having a curry in a fight? <laughs> yeah, it does absolutely. I suppose so. I think if you're you, get up, you get up, you get up at six
0: thirty in the morning. You, you, exactly. you, get, you get your curry pot. You get your curry zucchini, and then you're ready.
2: <laughs> um, when you say perfect, in what way is that perfect?
4: Oh well, not perfect, but it is one of my favourite um, okay. favourite breakfasts.
1: It's um, it's it's exactly nutritionally. Brenton, did did you think I was the only one, like, out of my friendship group, who like? <laughs> Had like ridiculous eating
2: habits. I see that like the similarities run deeper than I thought. I mean, say that, <laughs> I mean, you and I both. Like, you and I have both been to Costco and have purchased like, sorry, literally, two, the literally two, liters, two liters of custard. Yeah, <laughs> and like drank it, like it's fucking icebreak.
1: In, in my defense, custard's delicious.
2: Yeah, no, like
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's it's as long as it's delicious, it's fine
1: exactly Anyway, um back to the story sorry yes. um yeah so i think it's i think it's for something to do with the because um, because obviously we've to come up with our own theories like because now we have the we have the evidence and we just have to figure out why
3: yeah obviously mm.
1: and um clearly this is a conspiracy from big sugar to like shove more sugar down our throats.
2: Well, like, yeah, like, as far as I know, because, like, I thought, okay, so I thought the study was saying that, like, they both ate the exact calorie amounts, like, controlled, and then one gained more weight than the other. But this is saying, like, they both had a total calorie budget and they were allowed to spend as much or little as they want, but they could only spend that budget on, like, unhealthy foods or healthy processed foods or unprocessed foods. And I'm like, well, yeah, like, it's a known, like, it's a proven fact, as far as I know, that, like, if you eat sugar and stuff like that, it makes you want to eat more. Like sugar and stuff, right?
1: Well, I mean, and, technically, like, trip- Brandon, this uh, this study is what proves it, right? I don't mm.
2: think like it's already been known. That, um, sorry, I can't remember this exact point. I think it's something like either it makes you want to eat more, or like like um, or just the like the fact that it's um, basically, you eat it, it's instant deliciousness, and it's like a stronger flavor than you can find in nature and all that jazz. Yeah,
0: yeah sure. And like the thing about it is that nature normally wraps things in like a good good amount of quantities so it's kind of like the whole orange juice debacle where like normally if i wanted to consume the same amount as like a glass of oj i'd have to slam like five oranges or something like that so (laughs) obviously i'd be a lot more full if i eat five oranges than drink one glass of oj
4: yeah and you're gaining all the other nutrients as well so in the orange juice you're not getting the fiber and
0: you know whatever else is
4: in the flesh of the, the orange. Mm.
2: So what you're saying is, when I eat five oranges, which is my standard serving size,
0: <laughs> yep, <obviously. laughs>
2: I'm basically having a healthy glass of orange juice.
0: <laughs> yep, absolutely, Brenton. So,
1: you know, just keep doing what you're doing, man.
0: Pretty yeah.
5: much. Yeah. <laughs> so I, don't just point out,
1: uh, I just want to point out, the, the, the image of, like, some super buff guy, like like sitting down with this plate of oranges and just like like one in each hand, just like bam 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 bam, just slamming them <laughs> is somewhat hilarious. <laughs> I need my vitamin C. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Um, yeah, so no, no, I, I think it's um, so obviously this is because, in my opinion. Um we're just trying to keep the little guy down. <laughs> uh, I I don't have anything, like,
0: anything too interesting So, uh <laughs> Ah, Joey. I mean, of of the people that diet the most, I thought you would have, like, opinions about this, man.
1: Well, what I have opinions on is, like, I mean, people have been saying for ages that processed food is bad. But also, processed food is quite often the only food that poor people can afford.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: So... Because cause dieting is generally like um, a, a middle class concern. It's like if you if you if you only have seven dollars in your food budget per week, you're going with the most processed shit you can get because that's all you can afford.
5: Mm.
1: Um, and that's just a sad a sad state of affairs. And like I I I, I didn't want to bring this down too much by talking about like a r- real poverty.
2: That's alright. I mean like. I mean but it's not like this isn't like you know setting out to be evil like it's cheaper to make processed food yeah,
5: like that's
2: true. like you know making bread has a shelf life of x days baking bread into something else whatever like extend breads bit. basically like processing food usually makes it last longer which like by definition means that you can keep it on the shelf for longer so less wastage which means you can make it sell it for cheaper
5: yeah well,
2: it like it's just like like it's not like them setting out to be evil to poor people it's like sorry that like Repressing food makes it so good.
1: <laughs> yeah, the the, the the um the best example actually of this is um how they make fried noodles. Mm-hmm. So um we're all basically aware of mee goreng, I assume. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I'm um, very
0: intimately aware with mee goreng.
1: Yeah, so like we we've all had our uni days of having like a, a giant pot of twenty packs of mee goreng, and that's like that's like food to the house. And uh, and you use all twenty satchels in like in like one epic like like flavor bomb? Oh god. Yes.
0: <laughs> I mean I've definitely done that. What do you where, we, where's we've this all going? That.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, so the where's this going is, is the way meat is made. Okay. So the way meat is made is you, you, you get your wheat or your um your rice and you you, you, you bam it into a powder. You put you put the water in with the with the with the powder, and then you put a solidifying agent. You squeeze it all into you squeeze the dough into noodles,
5: mm-hmm.
1: and then you deep fry the noodles. And what deep frying does is you essentially infuse it with oil. So you're you're, infru- you're infusing it with like raw fat.
2: Sounds delicious so
1: far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, <I'm, so> migren <laughs> is delicious. This is why we all eat it. Yep. <laughs> so you, you infuse it with, with raw fat. And then you squish it all together, and then you completely dry it out. And you make the flavoring agent basically by combining a bunch of oils, which is more fat, and some preservatives, some spices.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And you combine it all with salt, and then you package it up into like little $2 packets, and then bam, there's your meat ring. And essentially, what you've done in this process is you've stripped any possible like, not pure polyunsaturated fat that could have been in the rice, and you're you're just basically eating oil when, when you when you're eating meat um, And that's why it's high calorie because it's it's pure fat essentially, is is what you're eating. Yep, sounds about right. Yep, it sounds but it delicious. Yeah, but but it also lasts forever because yeah, this process does. like. Nothing can, li- like, the reason food goes off is because things start living on the food. Like, oh, there's bacteria, something that starts living on the food, and, uh, and that's why you can't eat it anymore. And yeah. migraine never goes off, because nothing can live on it. <laughs> <laughs>
5: too powerful for you, bacteria.
1: Like, to be fair, not even uni students can, can live on just migraine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so so that's that's literally what you're eating when you're eating processed food. You're you're eating something that nothing is able to live on. And so yeah, that's why it's that's why it's bad for you. I mean, but the thing is, just saying it's bad for you doesn't make people stop eating processed food because um, one, it's a economic necessity for a, a, a section of the population. And two, like all of this is actually delicious, like. We are designed to eat fat and sugar. And if you're just going to add fat and sugar to a thing, it's going to be delicious. Yeah. Mm.
2: I mean, like, it's like a lot of things, like with, you know, dealing with people who are. I mean, okay. I grew up poor. So I can say it's the
5: poor. Yeah. I'm a fucking
1: cards. I'm poor.
2: Yeah. I'm repeating all my cards. All right. So you're this card. It's like, it's like a lot of things. Like, our people are poor and I don't think, like, they're basically money impress processed food. Like, what we'll do is try and manipulate their consumption instead yeah. of like ever doing anything about the supply of money to them.
5: Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, well, this is going to work out great. They're going to have such good results. We'll just keep manipulating their consumption and then be shocked that actually they're not suddenly rich. <laughs> <laughs> the, the,
1: the, the thing that I, the thing that annoys me actually is a lot of this gets framed as like, like eventually, like, like, like not the scientific study of course, but like when it, when it goes through a, a, a couple of layers of journalists, it yep. gets framed as you're you, you're a bad or morally wrong person for eating processed food, and that really get, that that gets my goat up because I'm like, man, some people just can eat processed food because they have to. Yeah, you get fucked.
2: Also, like, <laughs> we didn't become socially acceptable to like just like have so many opinions
0: about other people's food and what they eat.
1: Um, uh, since forever, uh, actually. Face,
0: Facebook, I believe.
1: Yeah. No, uh, it's it, since forever because um the the first ever dieter was Eleanor Roosevelt um and ever since then basically people have been catty about other people's diets yeah. yeah and just just tabloid magazines like it's always putting it in your face like what's this what's this celebrity eating what's that celebrity eating how many push-ups does fucking um what's the phantom of the opera guy jared butler yeah,
5: yeah. Uh, Butler. yeah
1: yeah well, well jared butler went from like um Poncy phantom of the opera to like um king leonidas in 300 Mm. And, and for a while, it was like big, like, how did, how did, how did this pencil like geek become a Spartan warrior?
2: <laughs> it's one wee trick, I'll tell you how.
0: <laughs> yeah, he got ripped in like four days.
1: Yeah, he got ripped in, he got, he got ripped in six weeks. <laughs> I mean, that's more like basically class shaming because whatever Jerry Butler did, poor people can't afford to do that. And, yeah. like, 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 you're making a poor person feel bad because they can't afford to, to do what Jared Butler did and saying, oh, well, it, it's not because you're poor, it's because you're a morally bad person. That's why you're not doing it. That's like, get fucked.
2: Yeah, I'd get fucking ripped in six weeks if I didn't have to go to work. I'd, like, yeah, the exactly. entire day to like, spend, like, working out and eating well and making food because that's what I want to pick up on. Who the fuck is eating fucking, like, healthy-ass parfaits every morning anyway? Like, like hand, you know, handmade, unprocessed. Person like,
1: to be fair. Yeah. If you actually had six weeks, unless it was your specific goal to get ripped, you would um you would just be like pants off and like yeah, sitting in front of the computer.
3: Yeah, obviously this assumes
2: like this is the challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying like if that was my job instead of my job. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Then I would get like and like yeah, six weeks is pretty ambitious. Like people take it takes time for people to lose weight. Like, so. if...
0: Uh I mean <laughs> Yeah, no, but Joey, I would definitely be on the on the computer route rather than the get-ripped
5: route.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for sure, I'd be yeah. like, why would I do that when I could have a sick WoW character? Yeah, exactly. That's
5: great. I,
2: I think what you mean is like, yeah, like one of my arms will be ripped, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, that was a subtle hint at Christian bringing up his next thing.
4: It is. So... Very excited about this next one. Um, so, WoW Classic beta has already started. It actually, started on May the fifteenth, so a few days ago. <gasps> I oh, know
0: shit. the fucking bomb diggity. Yes,
4: and the uh, release date, August twenty seventh, twenty nineteen. Yep, bam, right there. So that's pretty awesome,
0: dude. So fucking excited. Yep. Oh my god,
4: I'm so, I'm so keen uh to go back to two thousand
0: and four. Yeah, me too. Bring bring back the fucking time machine. Yep.
4: Yep. We can cue um what's her name? Charlie XEX. Instead of going
0: back to nineteen ninety nine. Two thousand and four. Yep. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> For the finest of the flavors. Indeed. Mm. Yeah, so um I've actually been uh watching a few people and uh, people streaming it actually and man it just looks fun. Like so good like a lot of people have been streaming the dungeons and like what they've been saying is even though like the gameplay is objectively like uh more slow boring and methodical than uh live they were just having a lot more fun yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute
2: Was, was better gameplay actually a trap all along
1: yeah well maybe it was maybe it was i don't know I just really think it depends on what you mean by better gameplay because um, more streamlined gameplay mm. is not necessarily better gameplay. Yeah, that's True. yeah, that's fair. Because um, I think um, because there's a big thing in games of like intentionally limiting a user, like and then, this is big back in um, the the nineties and thousands when games were essentially like arcade ports. And what you wanted to do is you wanted to get the arcade experience in the home because you, you didn't want to spend dollars at, at, at your arcade.
5: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And one of the things the game developers did in the arcade was they obviously limited the amount of lives you could have. And they and they made the game such that you would lose lives. Yep. Yep. And obviously this was to make money. Like, it's, it's not like it's not like game developers have gotten more or less moral than they were in the night. Mm. <laughs> Fuck those guys. The original <laughs> microtransactions were like, was like, Pulling another dollar out of your pockets, put in the machine. I know, right? Fuck. Anyway. Anyway. Um. So, why is having not very many lives fun, and is it more fun to have infinite lives? Like, 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 like that's the real question you have to ask. Like, like in the to get the general concept of why a classic would be more fun. Mm. And the thing is, like, we me use Metal Slug as an example. Metal I knew Slug that was starts the out. One you
0: were going to say, by the way. Huh. I knew that. I knew you were gonna say that. How did you know I was gonna say that? Because like the Metal same. Slug. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's because you love Metal Slug.
3: Anyway.
0: Yes. <laughs> he doesn't love Metal Slug.
1: <laughs> it's great. It, it, yeah.
0: It's.
5: Rocket launcher. Yeah. <laughs> anyway.
1: So using Metal Slug as an example, like your character starts out super powerful, and like the first level is super easy. Like, like that's the secret, and and they give you a million weapons, and then the second level is just fucking impossible. <laughs> mm. Unless you play with a lot, um, and the reason not having many lives is fun is because it adds tension. And even though it's a shit thing to die, um, it's it's fun to try and not die because you know that dying is bad.
0: Yeah, or there's like a pretty large consequence for
1: dying. Yeah, and the, and the biggest consequence of all is like you have to put money in. Yeah, and that's like the shit thing. And the the cool thing about having limited lives is that seeing more of the game because you only see more of the game if you're good Mm -hmm. and if you can play the whole game on a dollar you're like a god of metal Slug. trust me you're a god of metal because that that game's fucking difficult yep (laughs) and so the good player gets rewarded by not spending as much money and seeing more of the game and 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 this is like artificial limitations because there's no reason like programming wise you know there there's enough memory in the game to give you infinite lives they just don't decrement the life counter. Like it's not a physical limitation of the game, such that they just can't. They haven't figured out the, the nuclear physics to give you infinite lives. <laughs> no, like well, that's not the case. They did it on purpose. Yeah. Mm. And well, their purpose was to make money, but it just also happened to be a fun thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, like that being said, though, I feel the vanilla WoW was a uh, very much a product of not having or not knowing a, a bunch of things at the time.
1: No, I, I disagree. I think because um, a, a lot of the things that they've done to limit the experience in, in, in Wild Classic are just game decisions where they just decided we're going to make this not, not be allowed. Um, the thing I'm thinking of specifically is druids can't talk in animal form. Mm. There's no reason for that. Except that like... Oh yeah, that was, like, feel, that was an it intentional more choice. Like it turned, to feel like you was into an animal. That's yeah. The, that's what it's for.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: But it, it's just an artificial limitation on on the game, and WoW Classic is full of that because, <laughs> like, I'm I'm gonna pause it. They could have they knew where every quest in the game was. They could have had quest indicators like at launch, and they just okay. chose not to.
2: Oh, you actually think that was a choice rather than it just they like didn't think of it or didn't ship it in time?
1: Yeah, no, I think that was a choice.
2: Okay, no, I mean because like, look. To be honest, I never played classic. Well, not yet. <laughs> I mean, sounds like I'm gonna get the chance to. But yeah, that's, uh, what, I've read, what I've heard, like a lot, I think from you guys as well, is that like, yeah, the the not knowing everything was was part of the experience, and not just <laughs> having like fucking question marks in everyone's heads and exclamation points being like, go here, go here, go here, go here.
0: Well, they I did have they
5: that question marks.
0: Yeah, they still had that. But like, the thing about it, it was, um, you you like, you didn't know where to go, essentially. Like, it didn't tell you on the map where to go. You just see, like, um, you just see when you could hand it in on the map with a little dot.
1: Yeah, Then the, the yeah. quest text would describe, in general, where the, where yeah. the objective was. Where the like, objective it, it would
4: Yeah, it would say, like, you know, go to the northeast and,
1: yeah. you know, look oh, okay. it there. Yeah. yeah. So, for example, like, like, what they did was, like, because the reason this is a decision is because what the developers decided to do was they hired writers to vaguely to describe in vague terms where every quest was instead of giving a programmer, like, three months and a case of beer, well, yep. probably multiple cases of beer, and saying, uh, f- figure out how to, how to dynamically draw stuff on the map.
5: Yeah.
1: Because like, well, those are the two options. Like, you either tell a developer to do it, or, or you tell your team of writers and designers to like, work around it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Like, it's intentional. It, you say, yeah, like, I mean, it's not like they couldn't, the quest test couldn't be more clear. <laughs> hmm. They were like, yeah. like... it's Yeah.
1: Hmm. So, yeah, uh, I think Wild Classic is artificially limited in order to make it more fun. And I think that um, when, as they streamlined the game, they made it less fun by removing the artificial limitations. That's hmm. so uh, two cents. No, I just
3: okay. I
5: agree. So,
0: how do you feel about it, Christian? about the about, uh, WoW Classic, about the release date and have you heard anything about the beta or have you looked at any any videos or anything to do with that? Well, I do know that um, you can sign up for the beta,
4: um, but only if you have an active uh, World of Warcraft subscription, which I don't. Ah, um, looks like that is me. So you could do it. Um,
0: <laughs> Wait a
2: minute. I don't even play WoW and I've got an active subscription because I forgot to cancel it. Why
4: don't you? <laughs> how they get you. <laughs> yes. Um but yeah I'm pretty excited about it i'm um I'll be clearing up some time hopefully in August when it comes out and try to level up to sixty as um as quickly and efficiently as i can
3: mm.
0: yeah for sure and obviously like uh the class and race choice is um is gonna be interesting too definitely i'm i'm um leaning
4: towards warlock hunter or rogue at the moment mm. Hi. um not not hundred percent sold on any of them.
2: Wait, is it I I can't remember if it's you or Sherry who always gets rogues, but like That's me. That's me. Yeah, that's you okay. <laughs> I'm like so what we what you're really saying is a rogue and man of these odds. Oh.
0: <laughs> well yes, the thing about Classic is like, <laughs> man, if you wanna level an alt in Classic, good luck.
5: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much.
0: It takes a lot longer. It takes fucking forever. Yeah, anyway. in six months.
1: So um you'll be up
0: to you'll be up to Peralis, maybe. Mm. So one of the uh, one of the interesting things that I saw today, and I like pissed myself laughing when <laughs> when I saw this. So this is basically going to be a bit of a shot at our good friend Sherry, and we all know what he's famous for. So yeah. I was watching one of the streamers, and I have to shout his name. It's Towley, um, one of the Wow streamers, and I was watching him today, and he was doing a dungeon uh, in Classic, as part of the beta, and um, and it got up to the part in Black Fathom
1: Deeps. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, have a guess that, at what that, they I,
0: did. I remember this. Uh <laughs> ha- have a guess at what happened.
1: He looked crazy.
0: The yep, they lit more than one fucking brazier at a time.
1: i <laughs> <laughs> uh, enjoy pulling and pulling and wiping for the
0: like next
1: forty minutes, guys. Uh, I saw it and I was like, Oh my god,
0: it is so great. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So um yeah, I remember when Sherry did that and uh it was it was great. It was hilarious.
1: The best part was when we said, don't like the braziers.
0: (laughs) And as (laughs) we said that, he was like, oh, I lit all the braziers. Except one. (laughs) Uh, Uh,
3: To
1: be fair, uh, the English that we used could have been interpreted as, don't like all of the braziers.
5: (laughs) It
0: could Uh, have been. But what we meant was,
1: don't like any of the braziers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the other thing as well is normally in WoW, when you can click on something, like that, you should.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or, or like, or, or, or like, you know, it doesn't have an effect. Like, you you click a torch, it, it turns on and off. It goes.
0: Yeah, or like you click on a chair and you sit down on it. So like, yeah. you know, to like, yeah. In Cherry's defense, it you know he probably just saw the brazier thing and he was like, oh yeah, I can just like click on this or whatever, and yeah, yeah. I don't know. But then- but Yeah.
1: We 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 wiped and uh, raided for the next forty minutes, trying to clear all those fucking mobs.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, so just just watching some of these guys has got me so excited. And um, everybody's actually been playing a warrior um as a tank and like having to do the intricacies of like playing a warrior tank back in the day of like making sure you had enough rage to devastate something or just no, Sunder armor it. Sorry. Yeah. To like get threatened and all this other stuff. So and, yeah, and like rage was like a really big uh, really big problem back back then. Like you had to like auto attack things to make sure you had like rage and all this other crazy
1: business. Yeah, it was. Well, uh, one it of
5: my wife friends good. said
1: um, You always have more rage than you worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, and just like, you know, if you were like on a paladin tank or something, you would always like run out of mana and, you know, all yeah. this other crazy stuff.
1: It's just the uh, I think because um, one of the ways they streamlined it was they made the secondary resource um, just l- just less useful, like may just never run out of mana.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, they they did they did make it less useful, so like it didn't it didn't really matter. And in live, like if you're a DPS class, you just never worry about your mana at all. Mm. Or like they changed it so you have to try generate as much of it as you can. Yeah. Anyway, Christian, you were going to say.
4: Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm just really looking forward to the the more tactical gameplay that I think um, WoW's lost over the last few years. Just having to think about dungeons and uh, managing mobs and using crowd control and managing threat and you know being sparing with your healing and not just spamming all the time. That's what yeah. I'm really looking forward to a more um a uh, more challenging, engaging
0: experience. Yeah, well, it'll definitely be more engaging. I think, like, you really do have to get into the whole uh, the whole thing. Is what I'm really looking forward to, as well, as well as like the mechanics and like <laughs> like you said, having to think about dungeons and all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Cool. Is, all right. Uh, does anybody else have anything to say about this?
2: Uh, I was wrong. I don't have an active ass description, so I can't participate.
0: Ah, uh,
2: no.
0: damn. Uh
2: but no, this looks like man the more you guys talk about it the more you, like <laughs> i'm not like i'm like i play current wow whatever and i'm like i'm happy but like tell me like well current wow is crap classic wow is better i'm like yes i believe you now despite never having played classic wow <laughs> it's <be> amazing <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i'm not well, bad in the slightest
0: <laughs> not in the slightest well we do have a we do have a somewhat convincing argument there are other things that are like not so good about it and there was a reason that some of these things changed but um yeah i don't know I think Great. it'll be well, good the, to see.
1: The thing is, like, what happened was that they listened to their market share like the whole way through, and it just became a different game. Mm. But there were people who are like fans of how it used to be, and now they're trying to listen to that market share as well. So, so they're trying to get both the best of both worlds.
0: Mm. Oh, also, that's
1: I mean, probably a good business decision. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, side fact about business decisions is that um, it's not a confirmed thing, but basically what they were saying was if. uh, if Classic goes well and, um, you know, they see some good results from it, not not after the first month, but say after for like six months or something, then they may consider doing other pockets in time. So Burning Crusade, Wrath of Lich King, etc.
1: Yeah, that'll be interesting, but I, I want mm. to see how they're trying to um, not split their player base with that.
0: Yeah, I know that is that is the problem about splitting the player base because you know you you have people that just want classic and that's all that they want and then some people yeah. may want others and some people may like live and yeah you you would have a pretty fractured player base I would agree
1: um, yeah because like yeah. what I what I guess I'd want to play in is um if I was gonna play games at all what I'd want to play in is um burning temple burning crusade probably mm-hmm. yep
2: I assume that I mean. This is Blizzard. So, like, I don't think they're going to give you, like, all of them for free. I assume that, like, there'll be some sort of sliding scale. And so at that point, they don't give a fuck. Like, do whatever you want. Don't want to play modern, play classic, as long as we're getting our sweet dollar bills. Mm-hmm. You split as much as you want, right? I mean...
1: Uh, yeah, it's like, I mean, it, it, it depends on tech they put behind it, right?
2: Yeah, because I assume that... What I mean is, like, I assume... I don't actually know, right? Like, subbing for this isn't free, right? You're going to have to pay something, even if you've got a current sub, I assume.
0: No, you get classic with just a normal really? WoW sub. Yep.
2: Okay. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. I assume that they'd have to make it so that if you want, like, all the pockets in time, that'd be something. Because otherwise, yeah, like I think you're right that it'll split it. Um,
1: One of the things that sort of... Steve mentioned is like they're doing this instead of doing the next wow X pack. So, like, oh, really? I mean, oh, really? like, it, it, all the developers working on this could have been working on the on the next WoWX pack.
2: Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Like, I didn't yeah. know. I thought this is just like additional additional stream, but if that's a set, yeah, that makes a big difference. Mm. Shit, then they better, they better sell a lot of, they better get a lot of subs um, for uh, Classic, other than, other the shit.
1: Yeah, well, uh, obviously they have a target. Like, you know, they, they need an extra 200,000 or whatever, consistent subs, otherwise it's a failure.
2: Yeah. I mean, I suppose it'll be cheaper on the server for um, Classic. <laughs> Although they said that, like, they're, I remember the did you guys think Twitter there was like a post they talking about like the tech behind it because mm. originally they actually just tried to like you know go into the deep dark archives and get the source code to server and client for like v1.0 whatever and yeah, like yeah. that was so complicated to get working that they were like actually it's literally less work to take like whatever for the Roth's current version is and then street, um replace all the content
0: with yeah. like a content database yeah that's pretty much what they did was like they um they took the cur- like they actually just did like a Frankenstein's monster like they basically said okay we want to get this thing to launch using what was the Legion um like client at the time with all of their um like old uh, classic art assets yeah yeah so they like matched those together uh and then like you know it's you know it said make Rocket you know, go now and then some of it was okay but then there was like just a bunch of things that were fucked. Because like uh, basically, uh, the, there were some pieces of like assets that didn't that didn't know where to go. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
1: Build and errors.
0: Then, yeah, yeah, and all this other crazy business. So that's when they were I like, "Okay, it works, but we need to like do some fixing."
2: know hey, Joey, it's worse than that. You don't get build errors. You just have random shit breaking at runtime. Mm. <laughs> like. In- <laughs> yeah. you've got to, like, go and figure out where all the missing assets are and, like, corrupt assets. Uh, to be fair, like, the other re- the other thing they pointed out was, like, in retrospect, the obvious thing is that if they literally started from client like version 1, well, it wouldn't be 64-bit for a start, so half the people's computers mo- wouldn't even run on. Uh, true. Mm. I mean, if they're with Windows and stuff, it's all right, but, like, is there a, Can you just have, like, a Mac client? Actually, I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, you
1: can run well, on Mac. Uh, Blizzard always made uh, releases for Mac as well.
2: So that's like the other thing, right? Like you current like Mac stuff, you can't run thirty-two bit stuff. It's just fucking dead. Apple's yeah. just like fuck. You built it for sixty-four bit, or fuck off. We yeah. don't give a shit because mm-hmm. we love developers. <laughs> mm-hmm. All
0: right. Anyway, um, was there anything else anybody want to say about classic WoW? I think that's about it. No, nope. cool, cool. All right. Um, so on the back of that, I have a couple of things that I wanted to talk about. Um, in particular more blizzard things are happening and i was very excited about this one and in fact this is what i was doing before we were recording our show is that uh diablo 3 season 17 has now started nice yep yeah. and this one's going to be an interesting one so um blizzard have started to i don't know i i assume it's a new thing because they talked about you know doing this in the future is giving everybody a free uh powerful buff at the start of the season
5: okay and well,
0: so what, what kind of us so in season 16 the one that was last year uh everybody got the effect of what what was the royal ring of grandeur which meant yep. that you could get the uh bonus for a set item with one less items with a minimum of two so you can't have one item and get the two set bonus but you can have five items to get the six set bonus for example
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and so what that led to is that a lot of people were able to get really crazy builds going because you could get your your six set bonus with only five items and replace that with a really cool uh, legendary item or something like that. Um, but this time it is called the Legacy of Nightmares set, which um, basically um, states that if this is your only set item, then ancient legendaries give you a large boost to your uh, damage reduction and your damage um, output. Ooh. So like so the whole idea is that you can go through and get all of these like really powerful ancient legendaries that synergize with your build and um if you do that you can get this massive massive power boost
1: that sounds awesome so you like get, get full decked like that in, in ancient legendaries and just like fuck shit up
0: yeah yeah so that's like the whole idea is um yeah you just get yeah like you said get that and all these ancient legendaries and um just go um yeah, just go rip shit up. So I um I'm hoping to actually go ahead and like push some pretty high um greater riffs um this season because I only got up to around like pretty scrub level um according to the internet um yeah. is is around seventy five.
1: Oh, you're um uh, greater riff level seventy
0: five. Yeah, yeah, greater, le- yeah, greater riff level seventy five. So yeah. um yeah, so I wanted to try to at least get like to over a hundred and whatnot. So. Um. Yeah, I'm, I really wanted to like push for that this season, and I think, and apparently, it's a pretty good one. So I'm pretty much looking forward to that. I know that Christian's also playing it as well, man. So did you have any like goals for this season, man? Um. Well, since it's
4: the first time that I've played a seasonal character, I think just getting to know what um playing a seasonal character means, getting my set, um, and just doing as much as I can within the season.
5: Mm,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah, so the other thing
1: about
0: it. So the other thing about it as well is you do get a free um uh set from um from just going ahead and doing some challenges. So Mm -hmm. if anybody like wants to get in on it, um making a seasonal character is really good because you get a set to start off with where you can go ahead and go to like really high levels of torment and be able to like do some more stuff. Do, ha- do how to content fish for like different year and whatever. So um, yeah, yeah, nice. No, it's yeah. So it's pretty cool for anybody that um that definitely wants to get into it. Um, now Blizzard aside, I heard a story about something that was happening over in the UK. Which one of you guys would love just fr- free KFC for like? The next few years.
1: I would be a spherical male. If... <laughs> 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 uh, actually, actually, I've got it. I've got it. Um, so, for those who aren't aware, there's a way of categorizing men as, uh, according to their Greek letter um, alpha, <laughs> beta, gamma, delta. The round, the round Greek letter is Omicron. <laughs> <laughs> I would be an Omicron male. All right. If I scored
0: free KFC. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
3: um.
0: So obviously KFC is one of my personal favorites. So like when I when I saw this, I was like, damn, that could be good. Okay. So what happened was there's a story about this 27 year old uni student, right? Yeah. So this person, um, obviously thought to themselves, "Man, I really like KFC," and. <laughs> So what they did was uh, they were able to just score KFC for like ages, just absolutely free would rock up to a store and just get free KFC.
4: What did he do?
0: So classic story is that what happened was he would originally um, get some of his friends or some people he knew um, to drive him around in a limo.
3: Yeah.
0: Yep, he would dress up in a nice suit or like nice clothing, rock up to the store and say that he was someone from head office uh there for quality checks. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Everyone just fucking believed him.
5: Because <laughs> nice. it's like
2: the person on the counter gives two fucks. They're like, sure, whatever.
0: Yeah, well, like, and apparently he was known amongst like people in the region. Because they were like, Oh man, this guy from Head Office came down for like, you know, this this testing or whatever. And um apparently he was just getting away with it for like ages. And so like all, all he would do is just, you know, rock up and say, you know, some quality testing, um, you know, go fill up on some KFC and then and then go piss off.
1: The thing is, like, he's some twenty seven year old twat in the suit. Like, who believes that shit?
0: Yeah, I know. I know, that's the thing. But apparently he was so confident that nobody questioned it.
1: Yeah, well, like, uh, all I actually is.
0: Uh, people believe a lot of stuff. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, you you know that as much as anybody, Joey. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you know, because, like, basically, if you, like, busted into a place and said, you know, I'm here to, like, test your stuff and, like, did it with, like, a, a serious face or, like, you know, you didn't laugh or make any, um, you know, yeah, like, people would probably believe you. Not if you, like, yeah. dressed the way that you normally are, but, you know. It, yeah, if you like dressed up like like you weren't a programmer, then um yeah, I I imagine people would believe you.
1: You didn't. I never dressed like I'm not a programmer.
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: I programmed mm-hmm. twenty four seven. Know,
5: like,
1: yeah, uh, uh, unless you're surrounded by a cloud of Cheeto Dust, um you, you can't compile C. you can't compile C code. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: It just doesn't yeah. compile. It just doesn't if It compile,
1: doesn't compile. You you, yeah. you need the cloud
3: of Cheeto dust. That's, it's yeah, it's right.
0: Um fact. Yeah. Mm. So um yeah, that was really my thing for the week. And um I just thought it was something that was really interesting, something really cool. Um no, but... I I want
1: to talk about like uh how else could could we get free KFC like for all for all our lives? Hmm. Well,
5: I'm thinking like we
1: could we we could like save Colonel Sanders like grandson. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know that might do it. That might like, you know, do do something with with Colonel Sanders' uh, descendants.
5: Yeah, and we, and, and you
1: like um, you like get a letter from from the Colonel, and and you're like you're like, dude, dude, I I know you're fourteen or whatever, but I've got a letter from the
5: Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, or like. You um, you get a document that's apparently signed by like Colonel Sanders saying that you could get like free chicken, and you say that you know you got it from like the 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 fucking I don't know what what state was he from?
5: Kentucky. Yeah.
0: Kentucky. yeah. Oh yeah, Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like. I, yeah, you're right. It is. Fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to the Kentucky archives, and I like you know. <laughs> you
1: know, it'd be interesting actually. I, I reckon. Yeah. I reckon on the on the Colonel Sanders day which is a, a mystical place that the Playboy mentioned that I'm just making up now. On the Colonel Sanders' estate, where there's like these chickens roaming free and like being happy or whatever, like deep underground, you'll find uh, the Colonel's secret treasure. And, uh, and you need a map to this. Like uh, on the back of one of... All right, I've, uh, I've got it. Here's the overlander, guys. Here's, here's the overlander. Okay, okay. There exists a certain KFC in Dakota and the KFC is on wheels. It moves, it's, it's like on a truck, right? And if you drive around North Dakota for long enough, you'll eventually find this, this mobile KFC. And if you order the right meals, like, like you, have to order, you have to order in a specific sequence, the staff will know to put a certain placemat um, on your tray.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and okay. on the back of
1: that placemat, after you've eaten everything, on the back of that placemat, you, you take all of, your, all, all of your food wrappers, and and you, you you plug them into the place map,
5: uh-huh. and what
1: they make is a map, and it's oh, a man. map. Dude, I think we need Nicolas Cage for this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a map with X marks the spot on Colonel Sanders' estate,
3: and it's, a, it's a, a
1: specific part of Colonel Sanders' estate because he's actually got like acres. Yeah, of, yeah, um, sure.
0: of, of like happy chickens, just like free range chickens everywhere, yeah, yeah. W- g- with it, like it, it, a few spices growing in a spice garden. Exactly. Nobody knows what they are.
1: Eleven, eleven secret. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so you so you you go to the kind of of the state, like like deep in the heart of Kentucky. You fight off the security guards because whatever you always have to fight some security guards. Mm.
5: Yeah.
1: Um, and then you you dig where the X marks the spot, and and in there you'll you'll find the safe. And and inside the safe, there's um, the the code is is one of them. And is, is the price of a um, is the price of a chicken nugget multiplied by twelve divided by the price of a small chips in 1886. <laughs> Did you didn't get that's a the small code. chips in 1886. I don't fucking know. I'm just making something up. Uh,
5: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: inside right. is a letter. And uh, and it it's the deed to KFC. Oh man. And and you can either have KFC or you can have free chicken forever. Right. Free KFC forever. And of course because only like the greatest fans of KFC ever find this, everyone's always always opted for the free chicken forever. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure.
5: Yeah.
0: And, <laughs> and- yeah, earn the only the people there. They don't <laughs> they don't want to earn KFC and the millions and billions of dollars that it brings in. No nah. No, no, just, like yeah, just want free chicken. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. So yet again, Yum! Brands retains control.
5: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit.
1: Anyway, yeah. so, so, so then the, the CEO of Yum! Like, comes along and like, congratulates you and like, thanks, mm-hmm. uh, thanks you for continuing Colonel Sanders' legacy. And, yep. uh, and you've got a, a special letter from, from, uh, from the Colonel himself which, um, which entitles you to show to any employee and get um, whatever you want off the menu.
0: Dude, this is like some Willy Wonka shit.
1: Uh, this is the. I'm, I'm sorry. This is the the plot of my next hit novel.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. All right, I'll be eagerly awaiting, and um, we definitely need, like oh, I said, we sorry, need. case. I, I, Cage. I
1: this bit. I forgot this bit. Yep. Um, you get made an honorary lieutenant.
0: <laughs> oh, I like that actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That's me. That's me. Okay. <laughs> all
0: right. So, ridiculousness aside, um, apparently you can, uh, there are many ways to earn free chicken. You could do Joey's ridiculous plot about the Colonel's estate, or you could just, um, you know, pretend to be somebody, you know, and trick people. Whatever, whatever you want.
2: Guys, before it was called, you know what they called it before Yum Brands? What did they call it? Tricon, Global Restaurants. I don't
1: Tri-Con. know what it was that. Uh, oh, uh, actually, did you say tricon? Yeah, you, you know what Tri-Stand's for? Three corners. Oh, no, you know what yeah. three corners. Illuminati.
2: You know. And you know what else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what else? It's because they spun off KFC, Pizza Hut, and Taco Bell. Oh, really? Three again? Yep.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. yeah
2: so that's like. I just want to say. So you're spitting out like this huge business from a bigger business and that's the best name you can think of.
5: They're fucking useless. <laughs> <laughs> what
2: a, so, they're, what a, so what is our brand? Well, they're restaurants. Check. And they're in like every country. Check. And there's like three. Check. Oh, fuck. i got the best name, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Tricon Global Restaurant. I
1: mean, you know where Coca-Cola comes from, right?
2: Uh, yeah. Like originally, it did have cocaine in it.
1: Oh, no, no, no. Not even that. It's um, he had like cacao. Yep. And um, cola was it's like some cola bean or something. Yep. And it's Coca Cola.
2: That's true. Yeah, you're right. It's ridiculous as well.
1: It's, it's stupid. You know, it's like I'll just tell you my my my, my two main ingredients. It's Coca Cola. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, sounds good. Actually, I uh, I completely forgot that I had this for our classic WoW talk. How's that? Like, so, basically, the, uh, after Brenton hears all of this and wants to play it, like this happens.
5: <laughs> Definitely.
0: Quest <laughs> complete. Yeah. Actually, oh.
1: that's the ding noise, isn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah, that's the ding noise. <laughs> anyway.
2: Uh, now I'm just thinking of the tarot level up sound.
0: Anyway. Mm. All right. Anyway, speaking of Brenton, um, Brenton, it's your turn right. to go for it this week. Uh, what do you got for us, man?
2: All right. I'm going to carefully and surgically pare down the 11, like the congealing stories I've finally brought. All
5: right.
2: <laughs> okay. um, gaming. All right. So the topic of video games. Uh, as for a funny post on Reddit, which is <laughs> more than enough of a source for this podcast, yep. <laughs> the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a video game called Tom Clancy's The Division um, 2. Oh, yeah. Game.
0: I've heard about it.
2: I don't own it because isn't it by EA or whatever? Pfft, probably shit. Anyway, <laughs> I'd much rather be playing indie roguelikes.
3: Exactly.
2: Uh, green light on Steam or nothing. Anyway point being uh, there's like a new apparently the game has raids. Anyway there's like a raid and then there's a new one that's just come out like just recently for Division 2 and mm-hmm. basically it's really funny because it's only been cleared by players on PC players who ah. are playing the game on Xbox One or PS4 have failed repeatedly.
0: Oh my god. Console
1: cucks.
2: Yeah leading to discussions that the raid is far too difficult for those playing on console. <laughs> mm,
1: console console owners on suicide watch. Hello and man?
2: Apparently, like, and it's not even because some people like, oh, it's obviously because like PC gamers have years of experience of raiding through like MMOs, like WoW, and then some like stream or whatever, basically like find just a totally random like you know pug of like five other randos and like smashed it.
5: Yeah,
2: so you, mm. you don't have to be like fucking. What was the what's the famous um WoW guild? Nothing. Method, Yeah, you don't have to be fucking method to, <laughs> to clear this You just have to be on a real computer.
0: Okay. Oh, man. They're like fueling the PC Master Racer.
2: Yep, that, that was the subreddit I got it from. How did you know?
0: <laughs> uh, you know, I just had
1: an inkling.
3: Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, all I know is that console dirt farmers haven't been on this much suicide watch since uh, Final Fantasy 1 was only 8-bit. <gasps> when, when PC gamers were, were busy in full 32-bit high-fidelity
5: graphics.
2: Man, imagine being in a, like, I suppose you'd be smart off not to. I was thinking, imagine being on, like, in the Final Fantasy and then being like, hmm, if only, if only I could play Final Fantasy 14." Oh, wait, it's only on fucking PlayStation.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: But I suppose the sort of people who buy an Xbox, you know, don't have the taste for Final Fantasy.
1: So, Eugene, how do, uh, how do you feel about us um, uh, shitting on your lifestyle? Oh my what? your uh, on your lifestyle as a as a as a playstation owner um you know what don't care <laughs> i
0: i will just destroy all of you guys in fighting games and uh be done with it
5: yeah oh, strike, strike my you massive you.
0: ego yeah
2: also, I just, like, these comments are so stupid. They're like, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the point of a raid specifically to be really fucking difficult? It's called Endgame for a reason. And I'm like, but the whole point is that you can clear it on PC, but not on consoles. Like, mm. it's, not that it's, it's not that it's like, oh my god, this raid's so difficult. Like, it's ridiculous. They need to learn for the game. And they're like,
1: uh,
2: we just can't do it.
5: It's to be
1: fair, like- that, like, this might be like the developers are just shit at making like console controls. Yeah, hey.
0: i I think that's what it is because, like, there must be a reason why, and I I'm not sure it's like the quality of the people playing the game. It but must be the interface. There must be like yeah, something yeah, no. yeah something really bad with it. It's kind of like Overwatch with uh, like the same thing, right? Like it's really hard to play Overwatch on a console.
1: Like like unless console dirt farmers is it, it's actually just a hundred percent true, and I've just been like console filled <laughs> <laughs> PC Master race. <laughs> yeah,
2: like it's. I mean the thing, the big thing, right, is that like it's just the controller's not as controller might be a more like fun interface or like easier in the hands, but like it's not as uh what's the word of more precise and accurate? Mm. Like a keyboard on mouse. Like the keyboard has like a hundred buttons. How many does a controller have? Case closed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. Valid arguments all around.
1: Yeah. Uh Oh, sorry, yeah. Eugene, I couldn't hear you. I'm pressing my F keys. <laughs> dude. <laughs> like,
0: didn't you have enough trouble pressing 1, 2, 3, 4? Or like, QWR in the correct succession?
1: My dude. I do have trouble doing that. Um, <laughs> legit. But that's more because I'm just a boomer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, too fair, There's D and F as well.
0: Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's if you're playing, um... You know, some other type of MOBA game or something. Oh,
2: yeah. True. Hang on, shit. Uh, oh, sorry. I just got a message, but it was from Joey. <laughs> 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 um, all right. So, you guys, any more comments on the vision? I just I sorted that in the last minute. I was like,
0: ah. Mm. No, That's not awesome. really. I thought it was actually kind of funny. Um, that you know, but not entirely unexpected.
2: Yeah, I know. just like yet again. Man, imagine paying like a thousand bucks for PlayStation Four and then you, and then buying the division two and you're like, Oh my god, I love the Division 2 so much. And I spent a hundred bucks in on division two and you are like, Oh man, I'm so good at this game and then you just can't clear this
5: rate.
2: Mm. <laughs> over and over and over again. And you're like, Oh man, unless you just rent it the difficulty so much.
5: Yeah.
2: And then you're like going out to Maccas the next day, KFC, and your mate's like, Oh yeah yeah, it was great. Like I cleared it like in an hour and you're like, What? <laughs> mm.
1: Yeah, exactly. But it's like um, I will say that that's actually the classic Y experience of like buying a game and then it's just punishingly like difficult. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah like, like buying a game and not being able to clear it's actually like really good experience in 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 a lot of senses.
2: Of course, I mean, like this, like I don't think we're suffering from a glut of games that are like too hard. Because wasn't someone like. It was either Sekiro or, like, uh, what's I'm the last sure. one? From I'm from pretty so
0: sure ben. it was that. Yeah, that was the one that I like, Yeah, Dark Souls as well.
2: The People bitching that it's, like, too hard. And I'm like, but I don't under, like, I suppose if you're, like, if it's too hard for you and then you don't have a good time, then you've got a valid claim that, like, I paid 80 bucks to have fun and I'm not having fun.
1: But but, also like, actually, there was, um, there was, there's was a different argument that they going on about. Yeah. um. The argument on Sekiro's, because the, the problem was Sekiro didn't have a, have a tutorial mode. Like oh, no. right. And um, the thing is, when, you're, when your job is uh, being a games journalist, trying to, review, trying to review a game, and you're not good enough to review the game, <laughs> and, and you only have a week to, to review it, because that's, like, that's all they'll give you. Yeah. And it's actually a real problem, because you, you can't do your job because you're, you're not good enough at computer games.
2: Yeah. I can see um, how that would be um, emasculating
1: emasculating is 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 one take
0: (laughs) i mean it's also just like well i'm just gonna not give you a good review because i can't like i didn't see any of the game
1: but the the problem with that eugene is that um games journalism is not looked kindly upon uh with a certain a certain segment of the population of games
2: well actually that's what i want to ask who the fuck is games journalism? Like, what I mean, get, hear me out, hear me out, all right. Like, some rando is not, nece- is like, someone totally rando who walks into, I don't know, somehow fucking falls into any big games. Yeah, sure. Like, they're not going to look up journalism anyway. They're just going to buy whatever, or, like, whatever they heard about, right?
5: Yeah.
2: Or whatever, like, Microsoft told them to buy. I don't know. Yeah. I don't play on consoles. I assume Microsoft just tells you what to buy if you have an Xbox. But um, otherwise, you're into games enough to want to read about a game before buying it. How big is that group versus people who realize that like these game journalists don't know what the fuck they're talking about, and are like, gonna <laughs> bitch and moan that like there's too much titties in it, as opposed to like what the gameplay is like. Like, who are the game journalists like marketing yeah, to? so I
3: can I,
1: I can overall answer that question without getting too far into it. So okay. basically, um, there's le- there's left wing there's sort of left wing news media, right? Yep. And I'm I'm saying left wing news media specifically because like most of the most of the Sort of glorified blogs, yep. and they <gasps> <sites. laughs>
5: uh,
1: You're right. It's
2: like he's like, oh Kentucky, oh pretty impressive for a WordPress installation.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, um, so all, like they mostly have several several verticals, and like like Buzzfeed is a good example because Buzzfeed has like a news vertical, and then they have a cooking vertical, um, tasty food. Uh, uh things oh, yeah. all, where where they, they just make, uh, cooking videos. All
5: right. All right.
1: And then they have another vertical and like you know they they have say four verticals and one of these will be uh gaming news Mm -hmm. um and and they'll call the gaming news vertical something like um kotaku Mm -hmm. or they'll call it like rock paper shotgun like uh uh, uh, i'm naming some some people that actually exist but like i don't know if i'm actually referring to these as like the problematic people oh no
2: kotaku is like Kotaku's the one that there's always screenshots of, and they're always saying something utterly ridiculous. Yeah, yeah
1: like, exactly. Anyway, like- anyway, 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 so the point is that there's a company behind Kotaku, and yep. and they have an advertising contract with the video game developer, and the video game developer will like give Kotaku employees um, a game to review for like a week, and people like what they'll do is they'll they'll see an ad for the game on like YouTube and then they'll go, Oh man, Sekiro that, that sounds cool. They type in Sekiro to, to the Googles. And by the time you've seen the ad on YouTube, there's already an article about Sekiro on Kotaku. Yeah. And, uh, and that's the advertising strategy that the, that the game company wants, because what they want is they want you to see the game, be interested get more information and bam, there's a good review on Kotaku. Yeah. And, and that's why they work hand in hand with Kotaku is like a, it's like a, it's like a a, a, a double layered advertising. Yep. yep. And the issue is that some people are naive and think that Kotaku is not an advertising arm for any video games company, and that Kotaku actually works for the, for the consumer in telling them what what's a good game, what's not, and not just like who paid them the most money. Mm-hmm. And so if you discover that actually. Like it's all just a it's all just a big game to it's all just a big game to sell you like software. Um, you get understand a little bit annoyed about it, but
5: yeah, whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, it's interesting how um, Haki plays both sides, right? Because then they'll put out all these articles with like shit on a game, or whatever, or shit on a game publisher or developer for being like offensive in some way.
1: Yeah, but, but, but that's how they get that's how they get their cred. Ah, so, 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 so they build cred by by shitting on one sort of segment of games. Yeah. And then they, they pony up to their like so like their, their advertiser buddies who who pay enough money with this other segment of games. So like they're like trying to portray themselves as uh, as neutral one.
2: Damn, what a tangled web they weave. All mm-hmm. right, uh, moving on. My second item. Um, so like last time I was talking about Magic the Gathering Arena. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've like played a bit more. It's still really cool. But somehow, YouTube led me into this rabbit hole. And I was just surfing on YouTube and ended up clicking on a video from a channel called Alpha Investments.
4: Ah, yes. I'm aware of that one. Yeah. With with Rudy.
2: Yeah, with Rudy. And so basically, I'm now an an expert in magically gathering card investing. Uh, I know everything about magic, obviously. Despite still not playing it in physical form
0: at all. Well, that's what the app is for now, man.
2: Exactly. But, um, so this is kind of two pieces on like, uh, other Investments is this like, I just want to like say that it's a really cool YouTube channel where this guy, like it's actually Joey, you might like it. Like, because it's, he's mostly does just pure magic stuff now, but the start of his channel and a lot of his early content some still now is more about like investing and like finance and stuff. Cause he literally used to be like a broker or whatever. That like, is Yeah, and then he basically was like, fuck this. Like, this is. Um, He tells the story of how the company basically said, like, host this client. Like, don't do what's best for the client. Get the client to buy our index fund, our mutual fund, like, or what? Like, that's your job. Um, And so he was like, I don't want to do that. That's like bad for the client. Fuck this noise. I want to get out of here. And so he quit to start like a company by trading magic cards. And now he's got like this fucking, I don't know. He's got a lot of Magic: The Gathering material cards and stuff like this. Like every video, like one video, he's got like you know like cards that have been graded in like the plastic cases, and he's wearing it as a necktie, and it's got like (laughs) shitty cards taped to his head, (laughs) (laughs) and he's just like chucking down black lotuses because he's like ah, he's like ten. I prepared earlier.
1: Man, that guy is riding high on the tulip.
2: well, well, oh yeah, that was, so anyway, it's like, that's the interesting thing, right? Because he's, he's, so he basically is saying, like, he's trying to apply, like, the concepts and investing and stuff like this to this community. And obviously his pitch is that, like, he's really successful. And also, apparently, everyone around him was basically just like, you need to start a YouTube channel. I think they're basically like, this, you're ridiculous. You need to be on YouTube. there's <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's like um, Creepy Rudy and, like, Homeless Rudy. And Homeless Rudy is the one who's, like, made all the bad financial decisions. <laughs> <Is he> like, <laughs> Homeless because of all the bad deals he's made.
1: <laughs> Poor guy.
4: Um, have you, um, has he talked about the floppy tacos?
2: Oh, man. Like, that's clearly a meme from some way back. I don't know the source of it. But, yeah, he's like, me, your tacos be floppy. And I'm like, I'm on board this hype train.
4: Hmm. He actually provides some, um, some good advice. So, uh, I think it was probably about maybe three years ago. He was, um, his mantra was, it's all about the fetch, mm. uh, referring to the Khans of Tarkir set. Mm. And he was like, yeah, my prediction is that Khans of Tarkir is going to become like the most, in years to come, will become one of the most lucrative um, boxes of booster boxes to invest in. So I thought, yeah, actually, that makes sense. So I bought like five uh, um, c- sealed booster boxes of Khans of Tarkir, mm. which I've still got ne- next to me at the moment. And um, over the last few years, because it was released back in 2012, I think, it's um, tripled in value.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
4: So I'm just sitting on these five boxes, and when I sell them, I'm hoping to get, you know, a couple thousand dollars for them.
2: Yeah, like, that's the thing. I didn't realize that, because I understood that, like, when Magic began, like, it wasn't popular yet. So, like, obviously they didn't print as many cards, so stuff from back then would be valuable anyway. And then also, like, in playing the game, and, like, these, like, legacy and, like, vintage formats that, mm. like, really old cards that were overpowered because, like, they didn't fully understand game balance design yet would be, like, sought after. But I didn't realize that, like, you can, like, for investment,
5: oh, yeah, people are also like...
2: willing to pay money for, like, stuff that's only, like, 5, 10 years old when it's already, like, this huge thing and they're printing, like, sh- fucking 100 million of them, whatever. And they're still, but, like, the market's big enough that they still go up in value.
0: Mm.
4: Yeah, it's um, it it is actually really lucrative when
0: you look into it. Yeah, like and, wasn't there a meme about you know for for the you know for the small price of a Ford Focus, you could you could also get yourself a Legacy deck. Correct. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um. But what's in the second part of the story is like uh, he because he, he's been talking about like War of the Spark, which we were talking about a couple weeks ago. Um. Like people apparently buying like sealed booster boxes for War of the spark for like 100 and 100, like, 100, 150 like us dollars on ebay and shit, shit like that hmm. um he's saying that that's like ridiculously high because it's a, like it's a, it's just a complete supply and demand issue like as soon as wizards pumps out more it's going to drop but you know people are really basically it's showing that people are really hyped for War of the spark
0: well, it, they're hyped for a number of reasons. Um, like, mostly for what we said. Like, I think Sherry was excited enough just about the new Liliana card for him to want to buy a booster box. Um, but yeah, because it's really like the first set where there's just a shit ton of Planeswalkers.
2: Yeah, I never... Like, this is one thing that I could Google because, like, I wouldn't... they told me like, these Planeswalkers. Stuff. Like, I... Because Joey's explained to me when we were trying at Magic, like, what a Planeswalker is.
5: Mm.
2: But, like, the fact that there's, like... A limited number. I mean, obviously, a limited number of them. Anyway, like, I want to find out, like, why is that so cool? To have so many planeswalkers out.
0: Well, because you normally only get maybe two or three in a set. Oh man. Yeah. Also, like, the... and they're normally like you know named characters from the lore of the story and uh, the yeah, story and whatnot. Yeah.
2: Oh man, they're blowing the load on all these planeswalkers.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> they have to be like, but I mean, that's that's still really cool though. I think that um, yeah, like, I suppose I want to say like to. The um, huge public audience listening to our amazing podcast—that uh, magic's like, and magic like just the buying something cards is way deeper than I thought it was. Like this crazy rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And also, I didn't realize that like standard is a really short period of time. Like in like what cards are allowed?
0: Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, like, for I, sure.
2: Like I I always got it like only recent cards. It's like like a two years or something, isn't it? Literally, it's a cycle.
0: Yeah. And like, At least I think so, because they, they've gone back to three and a core set. So, um, yeah, I believe it is like a two year cycle.
2: Yeah, which is kind of like fine if you're like really into it. Basically, like if anyone's wondering, that's how Wizards of the Coast makes shitloads of money. Because oh, yeah. they make, like, if you want to play Standard, which is like the newest stuff, and obviously what they're going to promote it, tournaments and that. Um, you have to buy, like, full new sets every two years or um, or continuously if you want the absolute newest stuff, right? Which is, like, fine. I'm just saying, like, in case you're wondering, that's how they make shitloads of money year in, year out.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, it was no secret. When they come out with a new set every year, every so often, and, you know, they, they make it so that they only have standard tournaments or sealed or, or whatnot, you know, and you have to buy these, like, new products, then, yeah, that's how they make their money. But at the same time, like... If you're playing magic, it doesn't really bother you. Um, yeah, well, yeah, insi- like, okay. consistently, anyway.
2: Yeah, I can see that. Like, if you're really into it, I mean, like, I don't know, League of Legends. Like, it's theoretically free, but I spent six hundred <laughs> yeah, yeah. bucks that piece of shit. So over some years, so obviously, I was willing. Time, I was willing to spend the money because it's like, I'm having a great time. I'm going to be mm. Elementals Lux,
5: and like <laughs>
2: the cool video showing how great I am for having this. In,
5: yeah
2: it makes me a better person
0: <laughs> <laughs> the money can buy happiness i keep telling everyone
5: <laughs> that
2: exactly <laughs> all right um now i'm drop the two political things um well one mildly political one like mega uh-huh. political considering like...
0: what happened yesterday i will allow it
2: all right thank you the less big one uh just following up on like joey's piece about china um it's actually going back to kind of March this year, but um all well, kind of out of nowhere has started this uh well I suppose protest movement of course in China um about what's called this nine nine six working hour system
1: yeah, what's that I've heard so, about that yeah
2: yeah, so it was kind of really big at the time, but I suppose now that you're Talking about that other stuff, I was like, oh, this is a perfect time to talk about it. So, essentially, like, it's just kind of the label. Like, it's not like an official thing, but six is kind of, de- like, de- like, label is de facto work schedule. Yeah. Where, like, you work six days a week and you work nine hours a day. Um, like, yeah. sorry. No, 12 hours a day, sorry. From 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Six days a week. Yeah. And that's, like, your, quote, unquote, standard work week. Um,
1: uh, and- it sounds very channelful.
2: Yeah, and so basically, what's kind of happen is um, someone's like put up like a like a webs like a little mini website on GitHub, kind of in like English and Chinese and that like you know traditional whatever talking about this and basically saying like <laughs> we don't like this. <laughs> uh, and what kind of unusually as a like it hasn't um, like most protest movements in China you don't hear about them a lot because they get fucking shut down <laughs> and people get fucking disappeared uh if they but this one's kind of been allowed to go like kind of grow and like they've got there's like a repo i think where literally the only purpose of it is like you can star it i think if you're like whatever chinese and care about this issue because obviously they can't really organize effectively because that's sort of like organized protest is basically banned yeah that is like a thing to refer to it um yeah so like um on the 26th the kind of website for it was made this campaign movement, and like two days later, it was like the top trending repo in GitHub,
5: oh, you know, like
2: you know, like 120,000 stars, like three days later or whatever. Um, and it, original aim was to basically call out the companies that use this like working system.
5: Yeah. Um,
2: and then uh, they're trying to like basically you know, mobilize and do something about it. And so what's really interesting though, I don't know if this was before, or afterwards, but yeah, like, um. Jack Ma, who's a, what is he? He is a Chinese business magnate, investor and philanthropist. He's the co-founder and chair of Alibaba Group, which is like a huge, like, group of online services that are used in China. Because like most West, like most stuff like Google and stuff is like blocked or banned in China, Uh, like online services, like Amazon and eBay and stuff like that. Yeah, of course. So if you're in China, and China's like 1.3 billion people, whatever, 1.4 billion people, you end up using these Chinese alternatives, right, that are available locally. And so these are huge. Anyway, and so basically he came out and paraphrasing more or less uh, that 996 is actually great and there's nothing wrong with it or bad about it at all. And if you don't like it, maybe you're just like not working hard enough <laughs> and don't care enough about like the glorious victory. Um, you that, know,
1: uh, that That's also... Um... It's very China.
2: Yeah. And then what's really interesting is that, like, shortly thereafter, you know, I think, can't remember which one it is, but basically, yeah, the People's Daily yeah. and the Chinese News Service, which are, like, there's a half, like, semi-official mouthpieces of the party in control there. Basically, I, like, <laughs> like, uh, Jack Ma is wrong and you should not, like, uh, it is unnecessary to exchange the life for money and actually having a proper work-life balance is really good and important and (laughs) reading between the lines Uh, stuff like this is literally how revolutions start so we'd like to avoid that
1: (laughs) yeah more or less Um, that's the the, the one thing the Chinese government's good at is avoiding revolution
2: yeah exactly and like Xi Jinping who I believe is an editorial in yeah. The 906 working hour system breaks the labor law. It overtaxes the health in the future. Does harm to the hardworking workers. It is a misunderstanding of the hardworking spirit. So it's was such an interesting. It's like a protest movement in China, that has actually like, I think this is the centerpiece of a real like, oh sort of class war. I mean, obviously Jack Ma is rich as fuck, and his yeah. employees like aren't that rich. So it's a mix of class and just yeah, like the oh it's, it's capitalism, right? the worker versus the workforce yeah you know it's communism in a nutshell so it's really i found it really interesting that
1: interesting enough it's actually um it's actually maoism um it's maoism put into practice because maoism says that uh, there should be a constant revolution of of workers revolting against the state and the, the first revolution was was mao's revolution and then they have a series of revolutions after that to um to slowly revolt their way into a perfect society
2: yeah and it's yeah, it's just like, um, it's really interesting how that how China has changed that these kind of CEOs and leaders of companies and stuff can kind of publicly push this message that's so theoretically against China's traditional well, theoretically their traditional values. Yeah. Um, and I'm really interested in that like they thought that this would go down well. And they thought that this wouldn't be an issue. And they thought that I think the party, because I mean, these big companies, I don't have any evidence, but like, I believe that these really, really big companies have a lot more ties to state than, you know, some rando fucking hardware manufacturing Rundong.
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. It's, um, it's essentially when an organization becomes big enough, it has to live symbiotically with the other big organizations around it.
3: Yeah, exactly. So
1: For, uh, for example, Peptico does not want Coca-Cola's secret formula.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: If you gave PepsiCo's the cold called secret formula, they'd like they'd just arrest you for 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 industrial espionage and like tell you to go home or assassinate you.
2: Yeah, no, that not the assassination—but that literally happened. Like someone tried to sell Coke's like secret formula to Pepsi, and they basically worked to like like they pretended to go along with it specifically so they could get the person like sacked and go to jail
5: and yeah. or whatever. Because, and
1: um was that was that person named Seth Rich? I think so. Uh, sorry. What? <laughs> Uh, don't worry, I'm just, yep. no, I'm, uh, I'm being a meme mod.
2: Yeah. So, what do you guys think about the uh, the old nine nine six work week?
1: No, oh, obviously it's awful. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> a
3: bit
2: crazy. And that, it's the uh, your point about uh, having to listen to the will of the people and the poor, that weighs nicely into my last item.
5: <laughs>
2: All right. Uh, so I live in the electorate of Warringah. Warringah. <laughs> and
1: is that is that Tony Abbott's electorate?
2: It's Tony Abbott's electorate.
1: Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. <Tyne. laughs> was his electorate?
2: Was his electorate? Yeah. So that's the thing. So yeah, we had a we had a federal election yesterday, um, Australian federal election, and Ringer was one of the seats contested. And I mean, I was busy watching MSI, but <laughs> actually, it's funny. I don't know if I should, I suppose I'll get in trouble anyway. I actually didn't vote yesterday.
0: Oh, shit. No, no, no. You're I, gonna I get in about, trouble anyway. I know. Brenton. I am not voting brenton you're doing you're doing you're doing fucking the work that needs to be done you are the fuck that lights the flame
2: i know so i do care about voting it's not that it's (laughs) look that's been i thought that i updated my electoral roll when i moved to sydney but i haven't and then i tried to fix it and then they were like oh that's not that's the wrong number from your proof of age card we want the other number and i was like you fucking pieces of shit like Look at your fucking database and match the numbers together. Why are there two numbers on my piece of shit card anyway, you fuckers?
0: Brenton, but, couldn't yeah. you just, like, vote out of your electorate?
2: I think I could. I think I would be voting, possibly in Canberra. called an
0: absentee vote, like...
2: I think, I, think the, I might be voting, like, in Canberra then.
1: <laughs> Brenton, are you dummy? You've been out of that electorate for two years, for two election cycles.
2: Yeah, I know, because uh, it's... I thought I fixed it last time. And I, anyway, so basically I knew that my vote was not going to count anyway. Like they, so the state election, which we also had, they made me go through the motions of like signing up. But I realized later that I think that meant my vote was still not counted anyway. <laughs> and they were just doing it to make me feel better.
1: All <laughs> uh, right. So, One vote doesn't count, Brenton.
0: Yeah exactly,
5: right. yeah,
1: exactly right. Yeah. All i <laughs> need- say is, us Queenslanders, we once again lit uh, little flame, shining the way for the Liberal Party. Yep. <laughs> oh, is that oh, is that what happened? I don't actually. Yep. Because <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Queensland all, all, all voted for the, like the crazy ass minor parties. They were all like like massively conservative, and they and all gave I... preferences to the Liberals. So <laughs> the government oh, didn't. Oh
2: shit! <laughs> That's why. Oh god. Um. Yeah, so, and, like, we were going out at, like, partner. We've I was going to go with my partner to vote, and we, she wasn't really ready to go out until late in the afternoon. And so, basically, it was going to be a choice between, the like, the first half hour of the semifinals of the MSI, or vote, yeah. and MSI won. Fair enough. <laughs> anyway, so... As it like, should, as, Brenton,
0: as it should.
2: Oh, uh, man, I watched fucking a North American team destroy... Fucking the world the world champions. It was the mm. best. Um Did I the sorry, the just the champion the jungler for the Chinese team? Mm. <laughs> like set, drink, grip stage. Oh yeah, yeah. Like a, you could put a dog in my seat and we'd still beat everyone.
5: Ooh. <laughs>
0: and, then, fine, and then afterwards, afterwards yeah.
2: people are like, Oh, maybe we should have subbed the dog in <laughs> <laughs>
0: Also Brenton, what you're describing is literally what I wanted from watching Little Esports like for years and it never happened
2: oh yeah yeah it's like these days the thing it's only the korean teams like that are really oh always like super respectful these days um like every other region like if Mm. you you know if you need them enough they'll like they'll start shit talking
0: Mm. oh no not that like north american teams actually doing things
2: oh yeah yeah it only took fucking nine seasons
0: Mm.
2: and the removal of vision from the meta See, mm. finally the the Naram is the right way to play League of Legends. uh uh-huh,
5: uh-huh.
2: Anyway, um, back to my point. Uh see apparently uh yeah, in the lead to, in the election. Oh my god. I've never before received so much in my letterbox that I didn't want.
1: <laughs> oh from, my Probably your favourite person in the world, Tony Abbott.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> like, I thought, okay. So fairly with my partner, so I think some of it was like doubled because it's her to it as well. We got letters from fucking John Howard.
5: <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Who I'm
2: a great fan of because I grew up in the, uh, in the wake of the changes that John Howard made to Social Security in the 90s. <laughs> didn't,
1: well, like, didn't he literally force you into the workforce as, as a 16-year-old? Uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean,
2: <laughs> Thanks, they, Johnny. they actually changed it around the same time. Like, now I think it's as soon as your kid's, like, six, you have to you have to go back to work or something? Jeez. Um anyway, that's uh, yet another like, excellent liberal policy. That's not political, uh, at all. Anyway, and so, oh my god, yeah, like and letters from like Matthias Corman. I'm like, Oh man, you're my favorite person to hear from. Like, I really <laughs> care about your opinions. And Scott Morrison and Gladys Burrelkin, our premier.
1: Who's um who's the greenie? Oh, Didn't... I
5: shouldn't know.
2: I don't know if we got. I think we might have got one.
1: You, you should have gotten a letter from Greenie as well.
2: Yeah, some fucker from the Greens. Like I don't care. And did, like,
1: did, no, did did you get a letter from like uh, Pauline Hanson?
2: Oh uh, no, I don't think yeah. No, I think Pauline Hanson. I don't think I don't think her message plays that well in Moringa. <laughs> <for some reason. laughs> I wonder why. And then and then like like I don't know four different letters from Zalis to Stagaletti, whatever her name is. Yeah. <laughs> And then also, like, on the weekend, like, the weekend, not this one, but the, before, like, I went up to uh mall, mall, like, on the bus. And, like, the whole, like, last couple of weeks, there's be, occasionally you just see, a, like, trucks going around with big signs on them with, like, yeah. vote Steggall, you'll get shortened. And I'm like, <laughs> obviously that's a threat for most of the people who want to vote for it anyway. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's, like, the worst. I'm, like, if this is what it's like to live in, like, a marginal seat, I don't want to. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry. I know they're going long, but they're allowed to send you fucking letters that addressed you personally, and they have, like, the AEC logo on them. Wow, really? Yeah, like because I got one like that, and I thought it was, like, official or something, and it turned out to be some fucking cunt I don't want to hear from. <laughs> Tell me how great fucking Scott Morrison is.
1: Man, fuck nah. that, that! That shouldn't be allowed.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, and the, the other ones are also like um, addressed directly to me, See, and they're not otherwise unmarked. You have to check because mm. maybe it's an important letter from the bank or something. until you're about to get fucked,
1: you know. Oh, and you know what? The AC knows exactly where you live because they can send you a fucking letter, but they can't put you on the electoral roll.
2: Oh yeah, don't you worry, don't you worry. Yeah, I'm getting letters addressed to me personally
3: <laughs> from political parties.
1: No wonder you thought. You, no wonder you thought you'd already done it. You're on the fucking oh. That's I'm on the mailing list, but not the political role. Yeah. Fucking geniuses.
2: Oh, um, Also, like, they sent me a letter, like, after the state election, I think they sent me a letter, like, yeah. following up on it, that I needed to do that, because I did it at the state election, which is, like, in March or April, it? thinking that I'd done it properly. And so they sent me a letter, oh, sorry, we need this extra bit of info from you. And they sent it to me, like, two days before the Ritz closed. Like, that's when I received it. So it didn't matter. Yeah. Like, I couldn't get it through in time. So I was like, fuck this noise. Anyway. Uh, fascinatingly, uh, so you guys may or may not realise, Tony Abbott isn't my favourite person in the world.
1: <laughs> of course not.
2: I'm not a massive fan of the guy. Um, I'm a massive does, fan of does his... Does he
1: even
0: have fans? I'm not sure.
1: My mum's uh, a fan.
5: Okay.
2: Yeah. You know, average kid who graduates from, like, King's College or whatever, <laughs> or Scott's College, uh, private boys' schools, you know, they tend to, like, Tony Abbott. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a fan of Tony Abbott's prowess on a bicycle. Don't get me wrong.
1: <laughs> Tony <laughs> Abbott rocks a budgie smuggler.
2: Oh man, yeah, he's like number one. Yeah, if I can vote for him, budgie smuggler of the year awards, definitely. But as a political representative, not so much. So, uh, yeah, the story is that uh, Tony Abbott lost his own seat in the federal election yeah. to an independent, uh, Zoe Stegall. Uh
1: Almost as funny as when John Howard lost his own seat during uh, during the election as running prime minister. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. I do remember that one. All right. Um, well,
0: I'm going to have to cut you off. Sorry, Brenton, because okay. uh, right. we are coming up on two hours, which Holy is shit. long. And uh, so, anyway, thank you for all of your inputs. It was um, good to hear about politics, about China, and League of Legends. All right. I have to say, guys, if you do want to send us an email uh, of any kind, come in contact with us, tell us um, how you feel about 996 or anything like that, please uh, send us an email over at stspodcastau at gmail.com uh, or Twitter us at twitter at stspodcastau. You can also check out all of our, um, the rest of our back catalog if you want to hear any more about what we've been talking about over at jhrate.com, which is where you will find Joey stuff. Joey, what else can we find on jhrate.com?
1: If you want to do platform me because anything I've said is particularly triggering, you'll find <laughs> my website at dododo.jhra.com where you'll find all the latest up-to-date news, reviews, and all the bullshit I put on jhra.com, including my blog. Um, what the fuck is my blog called?
3: Meme-Driven Development. development. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you'll also find the back catalogue of Chilled Esports, another podcast that we ran all about Blizzard Esports, and our sister podcast, Yowie Power where they talk about the mysteries of the deep Mm -hmm. and cryptozoology.
0: Yep. There's a lot of uh, cool stuff about the occult. Um, They just recorded another episode recently, actually, which is pretty cool. So you should definitely go check that out. Um, As for me, you can go find me on Twitter. I'm at Gene. And for any of the other two guys, you can just contact the podcast. All right. So just wanted to say thank you very much for joining me uh, this episode, gentlemen. Thank you, Gene. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Yep.
0: And I'll see you all next time.
3: Bye.
5: Bye.